Last time, on the usual time. End of the line, ma'am. I'm going to use some of my more womanly aspects to... Your feminine wiles. Yes. With a little persuading, uh, he's willing to look the other way. I just want to dance. Hey, you want some of this? And what is it? They pull out a rainbow mushroom. Oh, it's the best! It makes you move so fast! You can dance for days! This is just so good! I... How, how, how do you get this stuff? I got a guy. You two have a job tomorrow. Can you tell us what's going on? You'll see the front door open, and Lord Morick steps out to the street. I want to leave the door open to the servants' quarters, and I'm, I'm ding-dong ditching. I want to sneak along behind her, and I want to throw a bag over her head. Yeah, you, you definitely get the drop on her. So the bag that goes over her head has a teleportation ring inside of it. So her head <laughs> teleports to another plane so she cannot make sound with her mouth. I'm going to tie her up and restrain her. I'm going into the main house. How much time has passed? Um, all of this, it's maybe nine o'clock. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, yes, I'm going to make my way to the house. Once I get inside the door, I close it behind me, and I want to cautiously listen to make sure nobody else has gotten home. Uh, you don't hear any sudden movements. You hear a little stomping around upstairs, but it's intermittent. Okay. I close the door behind me, and I'm not stealing shit from the kitchen, so I move into whatever room, other room there is. Yeah, so you the back door enters into the kitchen directly. Uh, there is a door on the east wall and the south wall of the kitchen. The kitchen's fairly large, and it's obviously quite well furnished. Let's see. I'll go through the south door. I pick one, I 50-50, whatever. Okay, yeah, south door is fine. So looking out the door, the doors are both open, so you could peek out both. Oh, okay, sure. But looking out the south door, you see it enters into a hall that runs east-west. Directly south on the other side of the hall is another door that is open. Uh, Just from what you can see uh, from your vantage point, you can see windows in what you assume is the front of the house. And it looks to be like maybe a living room. There's a couch, some lamps, shelving, general you know, where they would entertain guests, most likely. Um, Looking east down the hallway, you would see it splits into a north-south hall, uh, roughly three-quarters of the way down the house. Uh, And then there is another room in the northeast corner and a room to the southeast at the intersection. Does it look like there's anything valuable in the living room area? If you poke your head in there, yeah, there would be, like, candelabras that are... No, 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 no. Good, good Um, stuff. (laughs) Yeah. There's bookshelves. uh, There's a fancy set of armor. Um, You can't really determine its value just looking at it. That's not really your forte, I don't believe. Yeah, armor's not my style anyways. Uh Um, There are some armaments on the wall. Um, Daggers? Um... No swords, battle axes, and the like. Um, Fancy looking, but even your eye might determine that they're mostly for show. They're probably not usable. Lame. Um, Okay, I want to pull, like, 
I don't know, a chunk of my shirt or something up. Like, I want to cover my mouth kind of like a mask of some sorts. Like, I don't want my whole face just wide open and visible okay. and shit. Okay, yeah. I mean, it... fine. That's fine. <laughs> uh, just to clarify. Uh -huh. So I can say that I did it <laughs> in case it becomes a problem. <laughs> uh, I just, I'm, I'm going to poke my head into rooms that don't have sound since the sound sounds like it's upstairs still. Yes. You get to the intersection. You see north leads to a stairwell. Uh, it's kind of like you see in upscale houses where it goes up and then it turns a corner and then it turns another corner and continues going up. Underneath the upper part of it in the northeast corner of the house is uh, what you discover to be a washroom uh, poking your head inside of it. Linens, a wash tub, mirror, the room directly to the south of that you find to be a closet and there are coats umbrellas nope. cleaning supplies etc um okay so you leave that room and go back to the intersection straight south which leads you to another room um kind of adjacent to the closet which if you open the door this one's closed it's just the foyer to the house uh, too many doors. Continuing. Uh, the only place left to go would be up the stairs. Oh, damn it. All right. Let's hope for not a squeaky stair. Okay. Uh, why don't you roll a stealth check to see if you make any noise going up the stairs. Twelve. Uh, you hear someone say, Griselda, is that you? I freeze. I wait for any mo motion, sound of motion, r further response. I do not move. If there uh, is mo sound of movement, like it sounds like they're coming towards me, I book back down the stairs to the uh, kitchen. You you wait five seconds, sweating a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Another five passes. You're breathing heavily and trying to be quiet about it. You don't hear any other motion. No other calls out. Another 10 seconds passes. You're fairly confident nobody's going to come. All right. I try to continue up the stairs. Why don't you give me another stealth check, see if you make any more noise. <sighs> That's a bigger number. 24. You're able to make it the rest of the way up the staircase without creaking anything. I note the squeaky step that I stepped on Noted. so that I can skip it. <laughs> uh, what do I see at the top of the stairs? Uh, so you get to the top of the stairway, and you're in an open area. The The top half of the house, as I mentioned before, is a little larger towards the front uh, than the bottom half. There's kind of an overhang over the front of the, of the, like the bottom half of the house. Um, so you're in this open area at the top of the stairs. Uh, you can see there's a large window to the east that has like a little balcony on it where people can step out and just hang out on the balcony. Uh, directly to the south of this open area is a closed off room. Directly to the west, taking up one entire half of the upper level is another room. Where does the sound seem to be coming from? You don't hear any sound. Uh, you maybe would assume whoever had said something is 
actually moving around. Uh, oh. Wait, so there's n no sound of movement even? No. Suspicious. I want to move towards one of the smaller doors. Yeah, if you want to move towards the room to the south, that's the smaller one. Yeah. Uh, the doors on that room are closed, as as are the door singular to the room to the west. Wait, were there any with doors open? No, all of the okay, doors appear closed. So. Uh, to the south, then, I want to wait at the door and listen. Give me a perception check if you're doing, like, up your ear to the door type thing. Uh, seven. You're not able to determine whether or not anybody's in here. Mm. I want to go to a different door and listen at those, that. Like I said, one the, the room to the west takes up about half the house, and there's a hall north-south at the break between these rooms, so there is another on the... It would be the west wall of the smaller room that you could go listen at. Sure. Perception check. 16. This time you're a little more confident. You uh, you listen for a while, and after maybe a minute or so, you hear the very faint sound of someone flipping a page on a book. Very good. I go back to the other room and I open it. Okay. Um, trying to be quiet? Yeah. Still? Um, you'll find the door to be locked. Thieves tools. Alright. Uh slight a hand check me. Fourteen. You're not able to open the door on your first attempt. Uh however your thieves tools do not break either. Mmm I try again. Give me another go. Eighteen. With that, uh your second attempt goes more smoothly after 10 seconds or so you hear it like click and you're able to turn the knob on the door i push the door open what do i see you find yourself in a study the walls of the room are lined with bookcases that are full completely um there are ingots of various metals uh stacked on a desk in the center of the room and uh, again, there are, are, well, in this room, there are two armor suits. Uh, and you also see a safe nestled under the desk. I slowly approach the safe. Okay. So looking at the safe. Cautiously closing the door behind me so that it's like just barely, a, it looks closed. Sure. Essentially. Uh, yeah, you can, you can do that. Approaching the safe. How are you approaching it? It is. Um, under, it, it would take you a, a minute to find it. It's like under the desk. So, so you, you like, when I'm looking around, searching. When I see it, is there like a chair at the desk or whatever? Yeah, I yeah. Pull the chair out and I kneel down in front of it and I wanna like I wanna inspect it to see if there's any sort of like secret pins or something. Basically, to see if it's trapped. Give me an investigation. 15. You think it might be trapped. Um, you can see in your investigation, you see that it, it's a very expensive looking safe, and it's got a, uh, a tumbler with a set of numbers 0 to 99 on the dial. 
looking at the corners where the hinges would be, mm -hmm. you, upon very close inspection, are able to see traces of wire running along the hinge where it meets the door. Is it something that I think I can, like... It's not undo? something you you would have ever experienced before because it's not technology you've come across. How big is the safe? Does it look like I can move the whole thing? It's large enough and solid metal that you don't think yeah, you probably can move not, it without but... being heard. To give you dimensions, it's probably two feet across, three feet in depth, and about two feet high. You'd estimate it's at least probably a solid 150 pounds without probably not anything in it. It'd be awkward. I guess I want to try to open it, but I also don't want to break the thingy. But I don't know. Well, I, I guess I don't know what you would want me to do, so I guess I'm going to um, try anyways. So I'm going to say based on your background and your familiarity with magical traps. Oh, hey, look, Even though this isn't something you've seen before necessarily you're with the mechanisms of how traps work mm -hmm. that you're confident enough that you could give it a go at disarm the trap. I, I'm going to try. Okay, so I'll just need a sleight of hand. That is 17? You take your thieves' tools and you're poking around at the hinge where you see this wire attempting to cut it. <laughs> and you're able to get in there and you nick the wire. And nothing, nothing happens. You're not sure if it's disarmed or not, but the wire's been cut. I <sighs> hurry mode now because I have no idea what this means. So I mean, I guess I'm going to open the chest. I'll need another sleight of hand check. Fifteen. It doesn't open, and your thieves' tools break. Mother fuck. You can attempt again. Okay. Uh, then, yeah, I guess I will. Okay, give it another go. Fifteen. The second pick breaks. You have one more. Uh, bigger number. Unnatural twenty. With a twenty... You're able to get it positioned just right that you hear a click and you're able to turn the tumbler and you hear the latch undo and the door pops open. I like open it while leaning back. What happens? Nothing happens that you've noticed. Uh, however, looking inside, you can see that the interior of this safe is mm -hmm. full stacked from top to bottom with uh -huh. 20 ingots of a jet black alloy and upon meeting the sunlight it has a green sheen to it uh how i pick one up slowly cautiously how heavy is it fairly uh you figure you could probably carry at least 10 of these easily maybe all of them if you stack them in your pack right and your about sound uh no i don't I, I care about sound so and i want to leave some of them so that it looks like there's more than there isn't okay uh, well like that they're kind of still there sure. i will so take you, right you say you stack them up so like a facade correct like, great. you okay. understand 
So however many I can get, I want to take them. Okay. Um, taking as many as you can stuff in your pack and you're confident that you can carry, uh, yep. you are able to get about 10 of them. We'll just say 10. Okay. Uh, and then you stack up the other 10 in the front of the safe so it looks as though it's still full. Um, digging around in here, you also find uh, several sheets of paper. Um, it has words on it. Right. Um, I don't words so good. Uh-huh. Were they on top or on bottom or something like that? Uh, they've been stacked to the side of these stacks of ingots. This metal looks completely foreign to me. You would liken it a little bit to the metal that the coins that the devils had uh, was made of, but you don't recall that having an odd sheen when it got caught by light. God, I have no idea what this is, and maybe this tells me. I take the paper, too. Sure. Uh, so there's several sheets, um, and you can take all of them if you'd like. If you're just going to be closing things back up, that's fine. Yep, I close it up. I want the chest back literally where it came from. And then I want to, like, I, I'm I'm ghosting out of this bitch. I'm done here. Uh, I go to the door. I want to listen to make sure there's no sound outside. You haven't been detected yet by the mistress of the house. I want to make my way out down the stairs, squ- skipping the squeaky step. Yep, uh, taking note of the squeaky step. Why don't you just give me one stealth check? I'll tell you if you get it out of the, get out of the house without being heard. Eighteen. That'll be enough. She's in enraptured in her reading. Um, doesn't really pay any mind to any noises. She does know there is another person in the house. Right, right, right. I uh, I go back out the back door. I I see no one else. I assume. You don't see anyone out the back. No. Okay. I go out the back door. I don't see anyone out the back. Terribly specific. Around the time you exit the back door, you hear a loud pound on the front door of the house. It's faint from the back, but you can hear some pounding coming. Is there a window or something that I can get a look at who it would be? Or Not, not from the, the exit, the, the rear exit of the house, no. I mean, if you wanted to peek her corners, maybe. I mean, yeah, I'm curious. You can Enough. see a couple of gray cloaks at the front of the door. Oh, this is time. Okay, I need to go quickly. I close, I go out the back, I close the door. Is there, like, how do, how is this backyard? Is it, like, walled in? Uh, yeah, so the, the very back is walled in. Um, you could skip yard to yard, but not going, uh, I believe the gated house was to the west. So you could go to the house to the east. With the old people. The elderly. The people. nice old people. Yes. Um, do I see anybody in their backyard? In their backyard, you yeah. do not. Okay. Um, you, there would be the servant that you left, other than that. Right, right, right. Uh, I go back to the servant's quarters. I open the door. Uh, I go in. I want to go. I want to have a rag in my mouth, and I want to pull the bag up just enough so the ring uncovers her mouth and I want to gag her. Okay. Um, you can do so. I want to get the bag with the ring. Yep. I want to Are take... you still, I'm assuming, concealing your own face? Yes, yes. Uh, mask is still up at this point. I want to take the ingots and I want to... No, I don't. I want to go back to the door to the servant's quarters. What do I see outside? 
right about now, after hearing pounding on the door and yelling for the servant, not hearing any response, you would probably catch a glimpse of the mistress of the house descending the stairwell. Okay, I want to exit the servant's quarters, close the door. No, leave the door open. No, close the door. Close the door. And I want to take off through old people's backyard, and I'm dipping. I'm out. I'm fast. As okay, fast as possible. Stealthy as possible. Stealth, give me one more stealth check to see, because the there is a, a small contingent of gray cloaks at the street. Um, they've kind of fanned out and are watching for anybody. So if you're trying to do this stealthily, you're going to have to roll pretty high. Wait, do I see them from the... Like, because they were at the front door, weren't they? Yeah, there there were some at the front door. You can you can kind of make out from your vantage point because you can see the road from mm-hmm. the backyard. You can see there's one kind of just milling about in the road, kind of just looking for anything suspicious. This back wall, does it look like something that's climbable? Probably. Uh, it's about 25 feet stone. Would well, that bother someone with a climbing speed? Brick. Uh, if you have a climbing speed, you're probably deft enough to get up it. Uh, then that's easier. I'm, I want to climb the wall because I don't have to freaking <laughs> jump across an alleyway then. Uh, right. I, yeah, I'm going to climb and do whatever I can to speedily get up and over that wall. Okay. Uh, we'll say you don't have to check for athletic or uh, acrobatics to climb it since you have a climbing speed. Uh, but just due to the construction it is going to take you double the time it normally would which would be how long to climb 25 feet um i have a speed of 40 so i could move 40 feet in six seconds yeah less than 12 less than 10 seconds to get to the top of the wall give me a stealth check to see if anybody catches a glimpse of you from the road or out the window 23. okay um so yeah you you gag this lady shut the door you catch a glimpse of the lady of the house moving to the what you assume would be the front door where the noise was coming from yep you move yourself behind the servants quarters and say fuck it we're doing this live and you yep. uh yep. begin to climb the wall uh you're able to reach the top it's a it's a little tricky uh you're you're kind of stretching to to catch good footholds just because it's a well-constructed wall Um, but due to your skills at climbing you are able to reach the top and you do it without being seen upon reaching the top you can see that over the other side is another block it's much the same as this one there are very well houses with yards have servants quarters some of them have gardens etc etc the wall itself runs the length of the block it's just kind of a large privacy fence between blocks uh okay 25 feet i i i don't even want to spare the 10 seconds i jump that oof okay uh superhero landing Uh, sure uh with the extra weight on you um you're gonna take I don't know, 2d4s worth of damage, it's probably not going to matter. Your knees your knees are going to be hurt tomorrow. That, that, that. If I make it to tomorrow, I don't care. <laughs> uh, okay, so you're kind of in the clear at this point. Um, you might see a couple houses down. Somebody sees you jump down. Right, right, right. That's fine. 
Um, maybe like looking like what the fuck's going on over there. I wave nonchalantly and then walk to the road. Okay. Once um, I'm just outside of their eye, sh- like eye shot, I switch to stealth mode because I don't want to look outwardly suspicious. But like, right, right. Just like, and like, like Black Widow said, uh, if you're if you're on the run, don't run. Right. You you can. You haven't aroused enough suspicion with this person. They're kind of more like, what what the f- why why is that happening? Then oh, let's chase this person down. Type. Deal. Right. Right. Um, How much damage did I take? So I can mark it down, just in case. Where's uh, my D4? Doing it by the book. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Five damage. Roger Dodger. So yeah, the the roads uh, uh-huh. today are less populated than they were yesterday, just most likely, you assume, due to the weather. Right. Uh, but there are some people milling about, a couple of carriages running up and down the road. Um some of them drawn by horses, some of them seemingly moving along under their own power. Mm-hmm. What time of day is it now? What does it feel well, like? It's, it's about 9.30. I go back to the bar. You make it around the block, and looking down the street, you can see that this contingent of gray cloaks, there's still two posted outside in front of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and shortly thereafter, you see the one of them exit the house, and you're just kind of walking by and looking over your shoulder at this point. Um, and you you see the the lady of the house exit with uh, that gray cloak. Mm. Uh, and you just keep walking. It would probably be about a forty minute walk to get back there if you're just kind of doing it leisurely. Well, no, not that. I mean, I'm. I don't want to look suspicious, but I'm moving decently fast through this okay. city. Sure, uh, you you can make it back there unhindered. You weren't seen. I'm going to yeah. So when I'm at the bar, and just for for information to to flaunt the abilities I do have, I have an ability called City Secrets, so that I can uh, move through a city twice as fast than normally allowed. Oh, okay. So you make it in twenty minutes. So just. For that, everything. I get to the bar, uh, I nod towards the bartender, and I say, so, how goes your morning? He'll say, um, oh, well, you, you know, pretty much same as usual. Fairly decent breakfast crowd. He motions to the five people that are in there. I ask him if he has, like, a, a, a bag of some sort, just like a sack. I want to put the ingots uh, in something that I don't have necessarily. Right. Uh, he'll say, "Yeah, one second. I'm, I'm sure I got a, a sack in the in the back here. He'll go back and grab you something. Um, is this large enough? It's. It is. And yes, I take that. I'm like, yeah, that'll do. Uh, <laughs> give me a second, and I go to the like a corner of the bar because I do not want people to see what I have. Uh-huh. Just I mean, he's, he's eyeballing you, but nobody else really pays you any mind. This, sure, sure, sure. This crowd is, is rough enough that they don't pay attention to other people. Uh, I put the ingots inside this bag and then go back to the bar. I put it up on top of the bar and I say, uh, put this with my stuff. Yeah, have... it's, uh, it, it's heavy, by the way. Like the, These 10 ingots, probably mm-hmm. 100 pounds at least that you've been lugging around. Oof, I broke a sweat. Yeah, definitely. Put this somewhere. And I, like, 
meet eye contact with him to make sure he gets it. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so you set this sack down with a large thud on the bar, and uh, you tell him to, to put it somewhere, and he says, yeah, okay. And he attempts to lift it, and he's able to, like, drag it off of the bar and then thuds on the ground and you can hear metal clinking again and he's like uh you want to just come help me with this all right fine i go with <laughs> okay so between the two of you you're more easily able to, to carry it but uh this poor little halfling can't quite heft it by himself i forgot that he was a halfling <laughs> <laughs> even funnier yes. and that answers the question that i was gonna ask yeah. So uh, yeah, you're you're able to carry it. I mean, it's not easy, but you can heft it. Definitely hindered your climbing speed there. In the yeah, you 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 take it to the back. It's a standard kitchen. You see the safe he had referenced earlier, um, and it is a fairly large safe. You figure that even with your stuff in there, you probably can fit this. I say, is there anywhere not out in the open? Um, uh, he'll think for a second and say, yeah, we could throw it in the cellar. Nobody's going to pour it down there. Um, he'll, like walk it. Over to, he'll walk over to a little hatch in the, in the floor and pop it open. You can see there's a rickety wooden staircase heading down into the, the basement of this dive. I go down, I put it in there, I come back up and I close the door to it. Is he still there? Yeah, yeah, he's just waiting for you. I'm going to be like, I need... A change of clothes. Well, uh, that's a tall order. And he looked down at himself ha! and back up at you. I say, it doesn't have to fit all that great. I just need something different. All right, lad. I probably have a, a cloak here somewhere that'll fit you. There's plenty of drunks that leave their shit here all the time. And one second, he'll walk over to another corner of the kitchen and open a, a little closet door and starts rummaging through some stuff. Eventually, he comes back with a, a dingy-looking grayish-green cloak. Sure. I take off any clothing that seems to have particular identi- like identifiers. Sure, and I'm like, you're just wearing your normal like leathers, right? Uh, yeah, mostly. So you could probably just throw this cloak on over top of what you're already wearing. Okay. It's it's just like a, it like it doesn't have sleeves. It just kind of sits over your shoulders and has a hood. Uh, and then I say, and I, don't know, I, I look at him like, have you ever cut anyone's hair before? <laughs> no, no, I'm a bartender, not a barber. You have scissors. Uh, I got, uh, I got some pretty sharp knives. Will that do? Uh, well, I suppose I have that covered. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I suppose you do. And I'll be like, all right, I'll be a minute, and I go to wherever the washroom is. Uh, okay. I'm gonna do a hob job, cut job on my hair. Oh God. Okay. Um, why don't you roll a one to ten? see how good it looks i mean i don't care <laughs> i also can locate my one to ten <laughs> fine i'll do it i mean i rolled a seven but we can take yours or average the two <laughs> well i rolled maybe a i don't want it oh so, i like yours go with yeah, that it's uh we'll give you a, it's an eight you you do a bang up job for uh using a knife and doing it on the fly so I, I 
Hoyt's hair is already short enough, but like for an idea, I'm thinking I like shear the sides of it completely, uh, like all the way around. And I have kind of like that sort of Viking mohawkish type thing going on, where it's just on the top that it's sort of long. I just basically yeah. don't touch that. Like like Mike Vitro here. Hmm-ish. Ish. No ponytail. No pony. It's not that long. Okay. I got you. Okay. I'll find a picture in my opt. <laughs> Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's uh, certainly fine. And I walk back up to the bar and I say, "Well, this deserves a drink." And I wait for him to give me a drink. <laughs> He'd say, uh, "Yeah, absolutely. I can't say I've had this much excitement in here in quite a while." Um, he grabs a bottle and looks at it and shakes his head and mutters nah, 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 that under his breath, and then uh, he says, "You know what? I got just the thing." walks in back and comes back with a really fancy looking bottle of uh, whiskey that you've not seen before. But he says, uh, you know what? I don't break this out often enough. And uh, he pours you a shot and himself a shot. No, you know what? He doesn't pour a shot. He pours you both a tumbler with oh, three fingers. Oh, golly. Three of them. Three he even He even goes into the ice box and gets you each a chunk of ice. I reach into my pocket and I grab out 20 Electrum. At, no, that's actually kind of a lot of coins to have in my hand. Don't do that, Casey. Gold's easier. What is Electrum to gold? One and a half? No, one half? Uh, two, two Electrum to gold. Yeah, so I just reach in and I grab, I grab 10 gold in my hand. Uh, and I in my hand i reach out for like a handshake and i put it directly in his hand and i grab the other side of his hand with it at this with my other hand in like a double hand embrace and i'm like thank you and i just been all mine Hoyt. leave the coins there and i enjoy my drink until about 11 45. Yeah, I mean, you got some time until then, and nobody's really going to come looking for you here right away. Um, so you finish your drink, and he's like, you know what? This this is a, a special occasion. He fills your glass up again and fills his own. He's kind of keeping pace with you. Eventually, 11 o'clock will roll around, and you finish off another drink or two. Um, what do you do? I want to go back to the place where I saw the kids are they there? they're not I want to head towards the lion shield coster but I want to be once I get in the proximity of it I want to be cautious like I want to be aware-ish if there's anything aloof you don't see anything out of place do I see gray cloaks anywhere? Does it you seem see, normal as far as that? You see some, but not not like they're swarming the place. It just looks like the the few that you see are doing their normal daily. Okay, uh, I I go in. You go in, and the uh, man behind the counter kind of double takes at you and says, "Oh, uh, got a haircut, did you? Barely uh, recognized you." Thanks. Well, uh, I can't say Lord Morik's been here yet, but uh, it's not quite noon. He looks down at his watch and puts it back in his pocket. Right. Um, still have that dagger? Yeah, I, uh, it's still in the safe. How long is it until noon? Uh, by the time you get there, even using your city speed, 
probably about 11.15, maybe 11.20. I say, well, I guess there's nothing left than to wait. Uh, might go fill my belly, feeling, feeling a little hungry. I'll All check right. back closer, too. Sounds good. We'll be here. And I want to go out, and I do get something to eat. I want to just eat closely proximate to the lion shield. I want to watch this guy approach and everything. Noon rolls around and you don't see him. You wait another ten minutes or so, he still doesn't show. I go into the lion shield. Um, oh, well, welcome back. I hope you had a good meal. I say I've seen Lord Morik yet. He seems to be running late. And here I offered up all this coin for him. Well, like I said, he's a busy man. It's entirely possible something came up. It's also entirely possible that he's just running late. I'll give it another five minutes after that. It's just, it's not worth my time anymore. I, as I said, I have places to be, unfortunately. I completely understand. I give it a fiver. Uh, so you give it another five minutes and you're, you're itching to leave. And suddenly a familiar looking elven face pops through the door. Is he accompanied? He has his servant with him and a gray cloak. Just one. He, he approaches the shop owner and uh-huh. says in a very hoity-toity voice, My apologies for my tardiness, but uh, it appears there's been a theft at my residence. The uh, shopkeep will say, Oh, oh, uh, well, I'm terribly sorry to hear that. Um, the uh, the patron that had asked for your services is here. Uh, Shadow? Lord Morick? Lord Morick? Shadow? I approach and put forward my hand. He shakes it, but it's kind of like a... It doesn't Petty. look like he's exactly thrilled to be shaking your hand. I observe that and just kind of shrug it off and be like, uh, I was hoping you might be able to give me some information about an item that I discovered. I'm not so well learned in either the arcane or the blacksmith thing arts as I hear you uh, are. Yes, it it's, uh, metallurgy is my trade. Uh, after all, I, I can't say I am particularly skilled in the smithing, uh, area, but I do know, I do know a thing or two about metals. Uh, right. If you could do this quickly, uh, I'd have other much more pressing matters to attend to. Right, can do. Can't say I've ever even heard this metal liturgy word before, so right. I'll leave it to you. Shopkeep, uh, if you would, please, the item. Um, and he'll go in back and bring it out along with a coin pouch containing the gold that you had given him. Right. Um... Uh, he'll hand it to him and say, Shadow offered this for your services. Uh, he knows your time is valuable. Uh, and this is the item in question. So he'll take it and obviously note the glowing blade. And he'll look it over for a minute and say, Well, uh, quite frankly, this is 
simple. Uh, this item is made of silver and mithril alloy. Uh, there's nothing particularly special about the alloy, but it has been blessed with magical properties, as you can see by the glowing blade. Ah, oh, shucks. And here I thought maybe I found something rare that didn't exist everywhere else. Can't well, say it's I've ever sure seen it's not as though every dungeon delver is going to have one of these in hand, uh, but it's not particularly rare. You're not you're you're not holding a legendary item here. Sure, unfortunate. I was hoping for more. Um. Well, I thank you for your time. I guess I'll just hold on to it. I'm sure it'll come in handy eventually. Before you go. These requests for me are few and far between. In fact, I can't say I've ever been requested to look at an item such as this before. Where were you this morning? Say between 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock. This morning, I was having a drink. I had a good drink in the breakfast before I came this way. Would you uh, mind telling me where... Uh, the the gray cloak speaks up at this and says, "Would you mind telling us where?" It's a smaller place down in uh, the lesser areas of town. I happen to go that way usually the for the cheaper place. prices. Yes, yes, likely no place that you've ever been, uh, sir. He'll say, no <laughs> "Certain, certainly not." I can't, uh, I I can't say I've I've been there myself, but. Uh... No offense to you, but my friends in the Great Cloaks are definitely going to corroborate your story. Oh, certainly, no problem. The I... the the Great Cloak will say, uh, if if you don't mind, um, we'll accompany you back there just to make sure your tr your story checks out. Certainly. Um, and as far as why I inquired into you. Uh, I took this item to the Arcane District and had someone look at it, and they told me the magical properties, and when I asked for a skilled person that would know of its properties, your name was brought up, so that is how I learned of you. Certainly, I mean, I, I know I do have dealings with various trade organizations in town. Um, I'm not saying I outright disbelieve you, but due to the circumstances, I need to uh, clear your story sure understandable shall we go now are are you yep. going to attend my lord i uh, reckon to say, say that it's dirtier than a place in your comfort you, being in. before you even get to that he'll cut you off and say certainly not uh but my friend here will accompany you and report back to me in time very well thank you for your time uh i wish you all the luck in your current endeavors you as well shadow uh he gives you a slight nod and then exits mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the gray cloak will say uh well then let's be off okay do let's um he lets you lead he's not like hand on sword or anything but, uh he thought God, i would hope not uh, freaking hands up don't shoot <laughs> uh we go back Yep. I, you'll make it back uh, you make it inside and obviously you see your halfling friend and immediately cool as a cucumber he notices you have a tail doesn't mm. say anything and says uh, welcome back 
yes, my fine gentlemen. I have one of the local peacekeepers here uh, inquiring as to the my whereabouts. will cut you off uh, mm-hmm. before you say anything else, and he'll say... Mm-hmm. Shadow here says that uh, he was in your establishment the entire morning. We'd just like to verify that that's the truth. There's been an incident in the Black Lake District that we are investigating. The halfling at that will, without skipping a beat, say, Absolutely, I can tell you for sure he's been here since sunrise. Had breakfast, we had a couple drinks. You know how it is in these parts, the people love their drink. Uh, the Grey Cloak will say, uh, if you wouldn't mind, I'd just like to poke around a bit. Certainly. Have at it. So he'll go behind the bar and go into the, uh, the kitchen. You hear him poking around, looking for anything out of the ordinary. He asks the bartender if he can open the safe. He does so. Uh... Obviously, your items are in there, but he's looking for something in specific, which he does not find. Satisfied with his investigation, he'll say, Well, your story seems to check out, but uh, if we need you, where can we find you? Well, I mostly stay here. Noted. Uh, If you wouldn't mind, maybe don't leave Neverwinter for a few days. Uh, sure. Very good. Well, Shadow, it's been a pleasure. I tip the hat that I don't have at him. Uh-huh. Uh, he exits. And... I turn on my heel and look at the halfling and go... I just smile. Just, <laughs> just a big smile, like, yay. <laughs> he, uh, he returns the smile doesn't say anything about what just happened and says, uh, so, you need a drink? I think I do. <laughs> he pulls out the bottle of fine whiskey again and pours you both another. Thank you for listening to The Usual Time, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition podcast. Please visit theusualtimednd.com for all our episodes. We release new content every other week. You can find us on all your favorite podcast platforms and feel free to rate us five stars. You can also connect with us on Twitter and on Reddit by searching the handle The Usual Time D&D. Songs in this episode included Space Fiction by Quarkstar, Scouting Mission by David Feslian, and as always, Tumbling Down by CDK featuring Kirkoid. We'll see you next time on The Usual Time.